Hello, everyone. Welcome to Last Week in Parenting, a weekly podcast I do with my wife about, you guessed it, parenting. Yeah. And um, I'm Justin McClure. And I'm Ami McClure. McClure, McClure. And we represent the uh, McClure family, obviously, hence the name McClure. Um, Man, I'm just full of jokes. Um, That was a joke? No. Sarcasm. (laughs) Big in the 90s, but I'm bringing it back, everyone. I'm going to bring it back. Um, We are the McClure family, uh, McClure twin family. We have identical twins that are five. We have a son who is um, 15 months old. So we are very qualified to have a show called called Last Week in Parenting because there's a lot of parenting going on in our lives. (laughs) Yes, we have, well, I think there's people who have quite a bit more kids. Yeah. But we have a rambunctious bunch. So we, we definitely parent. We parent hard. Yeah, we, we parent hard. <laughs> so welcome, you guys. Um, if you are so kind at the end of this, please give a, a review. Help us grow on uh, the podcast forums. We appreciate that. We appreciate you. Um, tonight, we're going to talk about... Uh, well, let me just start out with a, with a story. Um, I, I feel people like stories the best, and stories work work the best. But so the other night, um, Jersey gets a little warm. And, you know, it's really weird when your child gets warm and they're like an infant or a baby and they can't talk because they, well, they can't talk. When Justin says warm, he's he's referring to like a fever. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Because <laughs> you're like, he got a little warm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I didn't mean we're playing like a game and like you're getting hot, cold, hot, cold. <laughs> so yeah, Jersey's forehead got warm. And you know, it's kind of hard like, and, and, and you parents know what I'm talking about, like, because a child, you know, they can't talk, so they can't tell you they're not feeling well or, you know, you, sometimes you can't see any signs in their behavior or whatever. So anyhow, Jersey gets, gets warm and, um, we're like, oh, he's getting, you know, maybe getting a little sick or whatever. And then, uh, so he goes down to sleep. What time does he go to sleep normally? Eight. Well, I'll let Ami answer that. But my answer is that whenever the girls, after the, right after the girls go to bed. Yes. So girls first, then Jersey, just because if they're awake, he's not going to go to sleep because he'll hear them because they can't be quiet. It's impossible. So (laughs) they have to go to sleep first so that the house is quieter for Jersey to not feel like he's missing out on something. So he'll be like, okay, I can go to sleep. And he always bursts in because I I usually read the girls a story every night. And then obviously Jersey bursts in because he loves to, uh, if you guys been following his life, he loves to his little books. books. And he just points at all the pictures and goes, bah, bah. Literally, that's what he does. Bah. So our girls, Ava and Alexis, identical twins, they go to bed at 8.30, supposed to <laughs> go to bed at 8.30. You guys, you parents know how that is. Um, but so they get, go to bed at 8.30, so Jersey goes to bed pretty much after that. So anyhow, the other night, uh, I'm downstairs working, and uh, I knew something wasn't right when you said, the way you said, you said, come here. I don't know. Yeah, I was calling you. I don't think you heard me. Um, so... Okay, let's let's back up a little bit. The girls were still awake, unfortunately, because Nana was here. And when Nana comes to visit, sometimes the girls are <laughs> a bit later to go to bed because they're all excited and, you know, it, we get a little off schedule. So my mom was here. So the girls were actually still up, but Jersey was tired. So I was going to put him down. I didn't want to wait. So I had to send one of the girls to come and get you. Like, you know, mom said, come here. So, yes, I... I 
I never call him upstairs when Jersey's going to bed. I don't call. I don't want anybody near the room. Like go to go away, everybody. I need to put him to bed. But I called him. Yep. And as soon as you called me, like the way you said, you said Justin, come here. Yeah, I knew something wasn't was it right. You can just tell. So as I'm going up the stairs, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, oh, something's not right. And I'm thinking, obviously, that something's not right with Jersey because. The girls are in bed and she's in Jersey's room. So it doesn't take a genius to kind of deduce what might be wrong in a situation. So go in there and then Ami shows me right away uh, the thermometer and it's like 102.5, which... High, high fever. High fever. Definitely didn't like it. As I'm watching the thermometer go up, as I'm taking his temperature, I'm like, okay, it's at 100. It can't go much higher. And, and it did. It, it went to uh, 102.5. So that was worrisome for sure. Yeah. And obviously worrisome for Ami, but, you know, I didn't go through this with the twins. And I feel like I always have to say this because, once again, if you don't know, I adopted them when they were about the same age that Jersey is. But I didn't adopt them at the same age Jersey is. I met them a little bit before this time and I adopted them when they were two. The point is, isn't it funny that I always, I always say that now because I'm not sure who knows this well, and who doesn't. Yeah, because people, people might be like, well, what do you mean you don't know how that is at this age? If so. you guys d- didn't know that I adopted the girls, then there's, there's other videos and then stuff. Then you missed, you missed a few things. Yeah, yeah, but, but we need to, we'll probably do more content. We, didn't, we haven't done as much content on that as we should. You know, well, we should, even, even... In more candid ways about how, you know, I adopted and what that process was like and, you know when I decided or we decided and you know there's a whole story that we haven't really told that we should yeah no no I I think we should tell the story I just think that um I mean not tell the story we should really get in and because I think if people emotionally can there's probably a lot of people who would like to adopt or have adopted or you know kind of can walk through the emotions with us well that's a whole separate thing Justin people who like to adopt aren't usually and it's not the same situation it's usually like people who are uh, seeking out children. That's a- yeah, or, or, or you know, people just, that just like the story of a family too. Like I, I think that we've done a poor job. I've done a poor job of just kind of you know. Sometimes we're I guess insecure about we don't think people want to know the details, but they really do. That's the good stuff. You know, we we kind of just will we'll say the news. Like here's the blunt thing, but re- people really are just like, no, I want to I want to know the story. I want to know the process. So I, I did adopt the girls, and you know we'll discuss that more, but we do have videos and there's content out there about that. But so the, going back to what I said, um, I did not experience the girls when they were infants, but Ami did. So she's obviously more comfortable with a child, a baby who has a fever, right? Yeah. Um, I'm, uh, I'm, de- I don't want to use the word comfortable. <laughs> I'm not comfortable with it, but I, um, I tend to evaluate the other surrounding circumstances before I get completely worried. I was definitely not happy. It was definitely like, okay, this is, you know, this is worrisome. But I'm like, okay, he's been acting pretty normal. He's not vomiting. He's still eating. He's, his diapers are still wetting and everything. So, you know, knowing all of that, it's like, okay, it can't be anything too bad because he still has this stuff going on. So that that is, you know more the, the stuff that you kind of learn as you go through it um, with previous children and doing all the research prior to that. The only thing I didn't know was like, okay, how high is the temperature that's dangerous? Mm-hmm. That, that was my, 
my uh, thing. So I said, Justin, I don't remember how high. I don't know if it's 102 or 104 that they're like, take them right away. No, 104 is definitely, um, <laughs> you know, you, your, your, your brain gets too hot at that point. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. saying I just didn't know if, if 102 was take them right away or not. I right, just didn't so, remember. So I go up there and Ami shows me the thermometer. It's 102.5. I stopped dead in my tracks because I'm wearing a track suit. So, um... Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey, that's a little joke. Um, (laughs) Listen, I love my dad jokes. I really do. I'm not even sure if that was a dad one or just like... I love my delivery. That was... That was more like a grandpa joke. (laughs) (laughs) But you got to love somebody who loves their own sense of humor. Like that in (laughs) itself is funny. I think part of my humorous appeal to other people is that people love that, that, you know, I know I'm funny in certain ways. I I do. I am very funny in certain ways. Some ways I'm not, but I'm very funny in some ways. And what's funny about that. You guys can see how far my eyes are rolling back in my head. what's funny about that is just me saying that is what's actually funny about it. That's the funny part about it is just saying that about, you know, I, I think it's hilarious. I laugh at other people too when they're gonna have the same sense of humor. But anyhow, I know some of these jokes are dad jokes, grandpa jokes, whatever. I, I still think they're clever. Simple as that. So anyhow, I stopped dead in my tracks because I'm wearing a track suit. And <laughs> 102.5 and... Uh, sounds like a radio station. <laughs> New I, Jersey 102.5. Yeah, it does. And... I immediately inside do not have a good feeling, but then I I, I try to let it subside. And just like you know, he you feel that way because you love him and he's your baby, right? That's that's. But what then you, you have to you, trust the mother. Well, you have to trust also how strong the human body is. That the human body tries to cure everything, and and, uh, and nothing is more resilient and strong than a baby. He's not two months old; he's fifteen months old. Like he's got a very strong body at this point that works very well, and he is his white blood cells are very strong. Um, he has all these capabilities of fighting things. So one hundred two point five. I immediately go to the doctor. And of course, when I say the doctor, I mean Google. So I get on Google and I start typing in, you know, all the phrases, my, my baby, my infant has a, no backspace, backspace, my toddler. Is he, and I'm thinking, is he a toddler? I don't even know what, now what do I type into Google? Google can't understand what my situation is. Is he an infant or is he a toddler? Because two different situations. I'm like, I think he's a toddler. Google is kind of a black hole. Like sometimes when something happens, I'm like, I want to go on Google, but then I say Google, Google, but then I say, no, because you know what you'll find? You'll end up finding your child's going to die. Like (laughs) you'll end up finding that for any scenario. No, I start typing something. Next thing I know, I'm looking at mugshots of people I knew from high school. I'm like, well, how did I get here? (laughs) Well, where did I get to this point? So. I, I go on Google last night, and you know, which is the doctor, and I'm typing in these things, and and I'm and the next thing you know, backspace, backspace, and I'm just like, well, you know, my baby has a temperature of 102, and then you click on, then the links come up, and then the links you click on don't give you the information fast enough because that's just how we are these days. You want the answer right away, like 102. This is what you should do, and and you want to just see. Don't worry, whatever. But I'm read, I'm clicking on these links and. Everyone, like you have to read several paragraphs. And, and of course, all these blogs are SEO optimized because they're not, they don't care that I'm emotionally looking for the right answer. They want me to actually read the blog and put the right keywords in there so that, that so their blog 
post does well on the Google rankings for their website. So they so 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 they repeat, and that's the way you know search engine optimization works. They you know they they repeat words. They they're, they're too um, they're too garrulous about things because they want you to read the article. But meanwhile, like I said, me, I'm just trying to get to the answer. What does one hundred two point five mean in my situation? And I so I didn't tell you, but I was clicking. I could not get the answer fast enough. So finally, I said, okay, Justin, take. Take 12 seconds and just read this article. And I read one, I read two, and basically they said that, and if you guys have any opinions on this, if you're a nurse or a doctor, um, I would love to know. But basically it said, if your child is under three months old and you get a high temperature, then it is it is room for caution right away. Um, but if your child is over that, 15 months old, if they have a temp- temperature of 102 for a couple days, then that's that's scary. But if it you know just happened and it's acute, you know the thing you want to do is try to get the fever down and keep checking it. Of course, like any sensible parent would do. But basically, there was no room to be um, on on guard at that point, which didn't serve me well because you're sitting there thinking, well, do I just sit here and wait? Like, what if, what if it doesn't go away? What if it do, what if it gets worse? And you're just like sitting there thinking, what are you don't know what's wrong, right? Yes. <laughs> Well, no and yes. And that's what you were thinking. I, I was thinking sort of the same way, but in my mind, I was like, I'm not going to sleep well tonight because <laughs> I'm not going to be able to rest. Like, I have to go and check him all the time. So I said, the next time he wakes up, I'm just going to bring him in our room and he'll just sleep in our room tonight. So yep. I knew, I was like, that that was my thought. Like, it's just when he wakes up for his, uh, he wakes up at a certain time um, every night to burp. <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but he does because I try burping him initially before bed and he just doesn't, I guess, because he's knocked out. So he'll always wake up about two and a half to three hours after going to bed to burp. And then he'll go to sleep um, for the rest of the night. Once in a while, he'll wake up again and want, you know, milk or something like that. Mm -hmm. But usually he'll go back to bed. So my thought was when he wakes up for his burping, (laughs) I'm going to just bring him into our room and and keep him there. And that is exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. So... 102.5, 102.5, I go up and I, I tell Ami the news and I, I said, I, I can't report this like I'm a doctor, like I know, I'm just like oh, what I read. And then at that point, I'm still kind of freaked out because you don't know what's wrong. You don't know if you're guessing and you don't, you don't want to take chances and, know, and think to yourself, well, what if something's really wrong and I'm just sitting here waiting? So I went down and read some more articles, watched some videos, and you know, basically that's the situation is that his behavior was fine. He was eating right before bed. He was playing. He was doing what he does best, which is point and go ba. So he was doing that. So he was he was attention he was acting, he was he's walking like he he wasn't acting lethargic, right? Yeah, no, not not particularly. There was a, a point where I said, "Wow, he really looks tired," and that was a bit of lethargy. But yep. it was, um, you know, tired, probably mixed with the fever. But it, but in his full awake state, he was not lethargic. Right. So the deal was okay. Well, let's take it. Check his temperature again in hour and a half or two hours. Right. Yep. Yeah. And- so I gave him some. Um, Infant Motrin and just decided that I would, when he wakes up for his little burping in two hours or so, I would just take his temperature again and also just keep him in the room. And his temperature, I it didn't break for sure. It was still a temperature, but it was no longer 102. He was 100.7 the rest of the night, 
which is still a temperature, still not good, but it's tolerable. And it's something to let you know, okay, it came down a bit. It's nothing too serious. His body is just trying to either fight something. Um, It was my initial thought, like, you know, babies with the germs all the time. So their body's in constant fight mode, you know. Yeah. So that that was the deal is that if we check him again in two hours and his temperature goes up, I don't care what any websites say that if it's above 102.5, then we're, we're going to the emergency room. And the good thing is we're literally like two miles from the hospital, like a really good hospital. We're like two, where he was born. We're like two miles away. So the good news is we could easily get in the car and go. So we said, we said that we said, if his temperature goes up, we will go to the hospital. And I was prepared for that. You're sitting there hoping, oh, I hope you, you know, I hope it's okay. Cause you're, you're just thinking at that point, well, you're reliving the events as a parent. You're like, what did he eat? Like he hasn't really been outside. Like how could you possibly, you know, get sick like that? So temperature went down to 100.7. And then that gave Ami and I, uh, it, it gave us some flexibility to realize that, okay, we, we can, we can rest a little bit because it seems to be going down and it continued to go down a little bit. And then this morning he woke up and, uh, he was goo goo gaga all over the place. Yeah, He was his normal temperature. Um, and, and fine. So in conclusion, although tonight going back to bed, his temperature did go up a little bit again to, um, one, what did I say? Yeah. So, so in conclusion, the, the point of the whole story is that we think he's teething. Yes, he's <laughs> he has four teeth up top and four on the bottom. He may have more than four up top now because he doesn't really let us see his top teeth. It's funny. Just, Jersey's not a big, like, goofy smiler. Like, he gives you these grins. Mm-hmm. So you don't really get to see all his teeth when he's laughing or smiling. <laughs> um, so, but I'm thinking he probably has more in the molar section coming through, which is the hard part for children. Anybody who's went through the infancy stage knows that. And that's when they tend to spike fevers. The front teeth kind of cut through a little bit easier. But those molars are not, you know, they're not pointy, sharp teeth. They're like the big teeth. So bros breaking through can cause fevers and, and, you know, tugging at the ears and things like that. So I'm thinking we're going to get uh, almost a full set of teeth in from Jersey, for Jersey now. Yeah, and, and and so going back to the girls, obviously it's a very common thing for a child, a toddler, to get fevers when they're teething, right? Yes. So that's kind of the whole point of all this is that we're worried, like, what's wrong? Why does he have um, a fever? Why is it a high fever? And I didn't realize that infants or toddlers could get that high of a fever, but I guess it's common if you're teething that you that your body, really what, what happens when you get sick is, is your body gets really warm or injured and the inflammation in your body is trying to heal itself. And so when, when your temperature is raised like that, teething is internal inflammation, even though if it, even though it's a good thing, it's a healthy thing to grow teeth. It's still injury to the body is it's your body is, is, is growing teeth essentially that they're, they're, they're coming out. So it's, it's, it's inflammation to the body. The body's natural defense is like, ah, something's cutting or something's, you know, stabbing. So it's, you know, it, it, it swells, obviously. And, it, and like you said, the temperature spikes. So I was just saying to Justin, you know, you think about it. It's just an incredible thing to realize the process of becoming like an adult human from the baby stage. Like they, they're born with no teeth, Justin. Look, I mean, we smile and laugh and take for granted that we have a full set of choppers, but they were born with no teeth. They're gumming it up. None. And these teeth have to grow out of their gums. Mm-hmm. Like 
gums that have no holes in it. There's no preset holes for these teeth. Like these teeth have to break out, like burst through the gums. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, he, how many teeth does he have, you said? Uh, eight, right? Well, maybe nine, but he has eight. And so, so. If the molars are coming in. That's probably because that's, um, those are bigger. He, he, he might be getting a little bit more sick, I guess. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, not, yeah, not sick, but yeah, his body is, is reacting to that, that uh, trauma pretty much. It's trauma. It's trauma, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and that's, that's, that explains, you know, you would have to get a fever. Your body would be normal too. So um, all that story to tell you, hopefully that was entertaining, but basically we think that he is teething or he, he wouldn't let us look, but we're going to try to figure yeah, out a way Jersey's not a big, like, like I said, he does not, he opens his mouth for food and, and chocolate. <laughs> And if you follow along with our videos, we're probably going to do a video about this um, as well. But we wanted to talk about it here on on the podcast. But uh, yeah, it was kind of scary just because your child gets sick. And I guess this is the, the relatable part is, you know, parents, when your child gets sick, you just don't know. And that's a scary thing. It's like there's so many kids probably that um, get very acute fevers and they die, you know. And, and you just, you just, that's why you can't really... You can't, you, you have to sway on the side of always protecting and being cautious because you're just not sure. You're just, I mean, you're really not sure because if the fever gets to be 104 and then at a certain point, it's like, you know, it, it, it will fry your brain. You'll have a stroke and the, the, the baby won't, you know, won't be the same ever if it does live. Very scary. Very scary. And it, it just makes you really want to protect that person because, you know, you, you obviously want to give your child the best chance at life to live a great life. And you don't want that to be taken from them because obviously when as an infant or a toddler, you didn't make the right decision on taking them to the hospital. So that's why we have insurance. Right. That's <laughs> this, is, why this, have- is, this is true. And even if you don't like suck up the bill. I mean, I don't if whether we had it or not, I've had scenarios in my life where I didn't have insurance personally for myself, you know, whether you're like fresh out of college, stupid, but you know, I'm like, oh well, if I need to go to the doctor, I'll just have to suck up that bill, you know, yeah. because what are you gonna do? Just let yourself get uh terminally ill because you don't have insurance. That's the unfortunate thing about the country we're in um, is that there's no universal health care, which, you know, people debate good or bad about it. I don't really want to go into that. I'm just stating that, you know, sometimes people avoid going to things because they don't want the bill. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, that's what we wanted to talk about tonight. That's uh, that, that kind of recently happened. And we'll talk about next week. Next week's episode will be... Uh, our nanny situation from last week. Um, we talked about that we are going to find a nanny. We're looking for a nanny. And we think we have found a nanny slash um, business assistant, right? Maybe that's what it's called, right? Yes. Nanny slash, we'll just say assistant all around. Yeah. So, because that's what we need. We need somebody who's good with kids, but we also would like to give some of the work um, that we're doing it, with specific to digital marketing and social media and, you know, just a lot of the stuff that we do would like to give some of that as well. So we think we found a candidate that would be good. And we, if we're not able to respond to all the submissions, we want to say thank you because we've received probably 200 emails and they're all from like you know, fans and good people and many, many very qualified. And so if we're not able to respond, we just want to say thank you. And we will say that, 
the person that we think is the right candidate did come from those emails. So do not think that we pick somebody sure. else. Like we, there, you know, there was no other ads running anywhere. Like we, we definitely picked from um, the candidates that emailed us. Yeah, and, and some people may not understand. They were they were like, well, how can you let your fans? You, you got to find somebody that's qualified. And um, my thing is that if I'm, you know, we're we're very grateful that people follow us. And if I could give all of our followers a job that I would, the ones that are qualified, if, you know, if I could, I would, because, you know, you, you feel happy that people invest in your life. So um, that's the approach that I have. If we have a way to help people, because who am I to say who is not qualified, our followers and subscribers, I'm sure there are many that are are abundantly overqualified. So we wanted to open that up to because we know that dealing with our kids we would rather have someone who um, is a fan of ours in a way of like they, they want to see the McClure succeed. They know what we're doing and they're about it. And they, they, they know that we're a positive family and that we're that we're doing something good. And we want somebody who sees that side of us and is like, yeah, I, I, I want to see you guys succeed, too. But also who is qualified in the area um, uh, uh, for, for things that we need to, to to function in this position. So. We think we found someone, and we will vet this person further. We're, we're talking to them, and then we will uh, report on that. But we think we found someone from the email submissions from the video that we made. Awesome. And they live, you know, five, five miles from us. I don't even think you can say that. Yeah, <laughs> something like that, right? <laughs> Much, yeah, close. Anyways. Close. Um, this is a, a little off topic from what we just talked about, but just a quick thing. We... You, we, you, mm-hmm, me, yes, both of us, but you mainly because you're kind of hard headed about it, need to work on our own pronunciation. I'm such, I, I, because I'm so on the girls now that I, I critically listen to, mm-hmm. um, you know, when we speak and like I, I'll self correct, you know, myself. That's that kind of makes sense. I okay. just repeated myself, I'll self correct myself. I self correct. Mm-hmm. When I hear that I said something, cause I'm like, ah, oh, that's just laziness. Like, that's literally my mouth being lazy. Right. And just to interrupt, uh, that's because we did an episode a couple back. You should listen to it about the girls getting some speech therapy or speech therapy. Their evaluation is March. When is it? When is their evaluation? The 19th. So they have an evaluation. So we've been really working with the girls' speech because... Um, being five and getting older and being on videos and potentially wanting to be actresses, you know, articulating themselves is important anyhow. But if they're choosing to do this professionally and for a career, they obviously, um, I don't want them to be held back because they're not talking correctly. And once again, they're only five, but it's important. So I am a Southerner and I tend to uh, talk like a Southerner often. And a lot of Southerners, kind of um mumble their words you know it's 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 not lazy it's just it's just how people talk down there so you don't say going to you say gonna you know i'm i'm going to go to the store like that's just that's just how you talk so but ava especially does not do a good job of enunciating so we are um on them see on them on them. Yeah, they're so hard. We are on them. <laughs> Listen, yeah, it's hard. But At it's, some point it but sounds it's, so rigid. But it is correct. Yeah. And, and again, not even just for this, but I just, as I hear myself sometimes, I'm like, I don't even like the way that sounds. Yeah. You know? No, no, no. It, it does, it even feels better to, to talk how you should properly to enunciate. But, um, 
And that's why the girls probably talk that way because they hear us and others talk in that manner and they pick up the same. Yeah, but way. but as a child who's learning to speak, it's even worse because they're they're still learning in general. So even them saying gonna is like it's not even saying gonna in the right way. It's like gonna in a right. way that you can't even understand that. So that's why to me I'm like I want to say it properly so that you know, at some point they're going to start abbreviating it or whatever it is. They're going to say gonna, but at least they can say that properly because they know it's going to. Right. You know what I mean? Well, they know the correct. Yes. They know the correct, what it means right now. They don't even know that it's going to, they just think it's gonna. <laughs> I remember when I first started playing golf and I was self-taught, I didn't have instructions, which was a bad thing because, you know, you can stubborn your way and in, into, into bad habits. But I learned to play golf. And when I first started, I, I had a lot of technical problems because instead of going to an instructor and learning to do things correctly, I taught myself bad habits that were later hard to um, change. And just like with speech, if, if, if you can just get the right training right away, then you can change later on if you, but, but it's mm. harder to change something the that was never thing. correct to begin with. Yep. So, so great. Good stuff. So tonight, hope you guys uh, enjoyed it. We gave you th- three things, a, a Awesome story about Jersey teething. He's teething. He got, I, I, I say it's awesome. I don't know. What am I talking about? It's just a story. Um, teething. Uh, he's been sick, but we think it's because he's teething. We think we found a nanny. We'll tell you about that. If it happens, we'll tell you all about that. And um, the girls are pursuing the speech therapy. And like I said, we don't just make episodes just to make the episodes. Like these are real things that are happening that the girls, we mentioned speech therapy and, and they are doing that. And that starts um, with their evaluation and then we'll go from there. Right? Yippers. So. I just made that up. So look at that. Yippers, that's not a word. See? I know, that's why I just, yeah, I just yeah, made yeah, that gotta, up. Gotta clean that up. So guys, uh, appreciate you listening to Last Week in Parenting. Um, remember to check us out wherever you listen to podcasts and make sure to give us a review, please. We would appreciate that. And um, obviously we're on YouTube and all that stuff and Facebook, McClure Twins Family. Make sure to descri- uh, subscribe to Jersey's new channel on YouTube. It's doing well. Playtime with Jersey on YouTube. And we will see you somewhere else on social media. Otherwise, we will not ever see you. Maybe. Maybe we will. You'll hear from us <laughs> next Monday with another episode of Last Week in Parenting. Thanks, guys.